What makes a great leader great? How do we create a high-performing team? And when we say leader, we mean everyone, because everyone is leading their own life. Will yours be a life by design or a life by default? Those are the big questions, and this podcast will answer them. Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast, where we help you apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders, because great leaders will produce great results. Welcome to all of our Becoming Your Best podcast listeners, wherever you may be in the world, we are delighted to welcome you to our show today. This is your host, Steve Schallenberger. We also have our special guest with us, Rob Schallenberger. Welcome, Rob. Hey, it's nice to be a guest on our own podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I told Rob, I said, we've got a great subject to talk about. How would you like to be the interviewee? He said, I'm in. Let's do it. So this is going to be a fun podcast, and it may not be our longest podcast, but what we are going to share today will be something that will contribute to your peace, your effectiveness. You'll have higher quality meetings, higher quality results. So first of all, you all know Rob, of course. Uh, Rob is the CEO of Becoming Your Best, former F-16 fighter pilot in the United States Air Force, former advanced agent in working with the President of the United States and Air Force One to secure it in whatever locations they travel to. Rob has a, an MBA at Colorado State University. He's an awesome father, has uh, three girls and a boy, a wonderful wife, uh, Tanya. And it is uh, so fun to work with Rob. So that's one of our treats of life is that we can do that. Not all father and sons can work together. So that's pretty cool, isn't it, Rob? It is awesome. Yeah, we've been doing that now for years, and, and we've had some pretty cool experiences together. Yeah, I'll say. All right, well, let's get right into our subject of today. It is, let's hear the drum roll, chair flying. So we are going to talk about chair flying and the huge impact that it can have on so many things that you do. So Rob, can you introduce what chair flying is? Let's talk about the application. And then I have a couple of experiences I'll share. I know Rob has some that are really powerful And then we'll wrap it up with a few tips from Rob and conclude our show for today. So, Rob, tell us about chair flying. Okay. Yeah. So chair flying is a powerful form of visualization. It's a term that everybody knows in the fighter pilot world, but very few people to nobody has heard of outside of the fighter pilot world. And so let me just walk through what chair flying is from the visualization perspective. And that is we want to create in our mind's eye whatever it is that we're chair flying so that we experience it mentally prior to experiencing it physically. And so, for example, as an F-16 instructor pilot, you know, we come back from a flight and I had the chance to be an IP, an instructor pilot for three years at Luke Air Force Base in Arizona. I could come back from a flight and with about 97% to 98% accuracy know whether my wingman, the student pilot, had chair flown the mission prior to flying the mission. And you could tell based on his or her performance in the air, how they actually did. And so chair flying has a huge impact on our performance. And again, it's going through it mentally prior to experiencing it physically. So it's just another form of visualization, yet a very powerful form. And so I wish we could be together eye to eye. And and for those that have attended our live conferences, you've seen us actually demonstrate chair flying. 
where I sit in a chair and go through this. Now I'm just going to do the same thing. And you can imagine what this looks like in your mind as I walk through and describe this. So let me take what a chair flying example might look like in the fighter pilot world. And then we can tie this into your life and how it would apply to a relationship at work with coworkers, a supervisor, maybe an important client with your son or daughter, spouse, whoever it might be. What it might look like to chair fly an important meeting you have coming up. What it might look like to chair fly your year, et cetera. So let's look at it from the fighter pilot lens first, and then we'll apply it to each one of us. So let's imagine that you're doing a low level to a target. That means you're typically flying at around 500 knots, 500 miles per hour-ish, and 500 feet. So you're moving. (laughs) You know, the jet's cooking right along. So when you're chair flying, you want to involve all five senses. The more senses that we can involve, the more realistic it will be. The more we can put ourselves in the situation mentally, the more familiar it will be when we're there physically for the first time. So what we do is we close our eyes. And again, you'll just have to imagine me doing this sitting in a chair. We close our eyes and we ask, you know, what does it smell like? All right, well, you can smell the cockpit. You can smell the exhaust from the JP-8. All right, what do you feel temperature-wise in the cockpit? It's hot. It's a low level through the desert. All right, what do you see? I look to the left and I see my wingman a mile line abreast. Okay, great. What do you see in the, in the gauges and in the cockpit? All right, I see my heads-up display in front of me, all of the instruments in front of me. And as we're flying along, now I know in my mind that we're going to check right 20 degrees at 5 miles, 5.0. So 5.0, 20 right, 5.0, 20 right, 5.0, 20 right. There's 5.0, check 20 right, 170 on the heading, max AB, nose up 20 degrees, nose up 20 degrees, nozzle swung, and I'm going to roll in at 6.2, 6.2, 6.2. I should see my wingman float from left to right. There's 6.2 on the altitude, roll in, set 20 degrees, nose low, CCIP, hold, 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 airspeed, check airspeed, and pickle. Off target, T-melt left, 5Gs in two seconds, AB, there's 5Gs, hold, hold, two seconds, roll out egress heading 060, wingman should be floating now from right to left, there's wingman, and off target. All right, so that's an example of what chair flying would look like. Now, we were actually looking at each other and you could see that happen. You'd see me sitting in a chair with my eyes closed and my in-flight guide on one leg and checklist on the other, just like I would really fly. And so that's a form of visualization. In other words, chair flying and going through it in our mind's eye before experiencing the real thing. And so what do you think happens to performance? You know, if I've done that once or twice prior to the flight, now I'm ahead of the jet instead of being what we call behind the jet and playing catch up with the jet. You can use this really in any walk of life. And and dad, I'll let you take it from here. But there's a very basic background of what chair flying is is it's just that visualization in your mind's eye and it's creating the mental reality prior to the physical reality. What does it look like, smell like, feel like, involving all five senses and putting ourselves in that situation? Just one more example. You know, if you're going to have an important conversation with someone, it's way better to chair fly that conversation in advance and what it might look like, sound like, and feel like than just winging it and going into that high stakes conversation without having chair flown it. So there's a very basic background on chair flying. And then dad, I'll let you take it from here and see, see where you want to take this. All right. Well, perfect, Rob. That's a great foundation. I'd like to give two illustrations of this uh, that might help teach it a little better and, and reinforce it in, uh, in our minds. The first one has to do with pre-week planning. Pre-week planning, of course, you go through this simple process sometime during the weekend from Friday afternoon, but before Monday, And you think of your week in terms of your vision, 
upcoming calendar dates, you think about that, but you have in front of you this template. And it could either be a paper-based template where you see your roles across the top, five to seven roles that you actually place in there, or it could be our digital Google extension or Outlook extension where you could do it either way. But the process is the same. And then you think about your roles for the week. You see meetings that you have committed to and the week's starting to shape up. And then you think about, well, what are the actions by each role that will have the biggest impact where I can create excellence and this magic by each role? What really matters most? And you get those fixed in and then you put them into your calendar when you're going to do them. So you shape up your calendar. If you say that you're going to exercise four or five times, when will you do it? And if you say that you're going to write a thank you note to somebody, when do you see yourself doing this? And so you place them all in the calendar. And after 30 minutes, you've got a really good plan for the week. And now is a great time to sit back and chair fly because you've done all the work. You have the plan in front of you. And now look at it one more time and close your eyes and just visualize each of the roles. Visualize the days rolling in and out of one another and the meetings that you have set up and the preparation that needs to take up to help you stay in quadrant two and and just see the execution going in and out of these. See the surprises, the unexpected coming up and how you manage through those and stay at a, a point of peace and confidence as you move forward. So that is one of the applications to chair flying that Rob has taught that's been helpful for me, that you take a plan that's already good. And now because you chair fly, you can take it to a whole nother level because you may come up with some things that you forgot about, you hadn't considered, and that just now really take good to a lot better. So that's one application that I really like. I don't know if you have any additional comments on that example, Rob. Uh, no, not on that example. I think you got that one. Well, I have two other stories, but not on that example. I think you got that one. Okay. So I love that. That really helps me to be centered, decreases the stress amazingly. And all of these things, of course, affect your health, your well-being, your effectiveness, your relationships with other people. So these have pretty good ramifications. The other one is an experience that uh, we had about uh, four to six weeks ago. And it was that the annual ATD International Convention, this particular one happened to be taking place at Salt Lake City, but we've held them all over the country, literally. And uh, we have something that's called the Authors Chat, which is a major keynote, really, a part of the American Training Development Association. The attendees to this are really high-profile stakeholders in the training and development world. So these are people that are committed to training, lifting, helping people achieve their best within their various organizations around the world. And so the stakes are pretty high. This, of course, was a pandemic COVID year, the first time they had met since the COVID hit, the pandemic hit, and we're excited to be together. They had a unique format because of this. They spaced the chairs six feet apart, and they had pre-registration of about, I think it was 47, but pretty high-level people. 
And so as we were getting ready, we just didn't know what to expect. I mean, we were prepared, going to really launch the assets of our newest book, Do What Matters Most. And so for us, we were really trying to be well prepared and give them the best that we had. So about 12 minutes, 15 minutes before, six people were in this large room that we had. And they actually had throughout for the conference about 100 chairs set up. But, you know, they're setting it, letting a limited number in. And and so six people, about 10 or 15 minutes before, I was a little worried. But I went by and met each one. And, of course, the way spread out. But I can only control the things I can control. And Rob were there. And Jamie Thorpe was there, our vice president of client services. And so I decided to go behind the curtain and just chair fly the next hour and what it would look like in my mind. And so I just forced myself to do that, quieted myself. I closed my eyes, sat in the chair, just as Rob explained, and went through the entire presentation, coming out of the curtain and seeing the room full, imagining myself greeting the people and then going through the whole experience, involving them, using names of people that I'd met, engaging with them around the do what matters most content of vision and annual goals, pre-week planning. and But it's with their own life and seeing them engaged and appreciating it, having a few breakup meetings where they could share what they were learning. And then the invitation of potential next steps of how they could become certified trainers and and how they could leverage this in their various organizations to get excellent results and consistently do the things that matter most professionally and individually, how they could see the fruits in their own life. And then my conclusion, the wrap up and finishing on a high point, a high note. And then I opened my eyes and I walked back through the curtains and the room was full. There weren't 47 people there. There were 125 people. Every single chair was full. There were people sitting around the edges, and we had a great experience. I was at peace and felt confident, and the end result is what we hoped it would be. So this is really a great example of using chair flying, and rather than just sitting out there and being apprehensive, I think the people there could feel it as well. And as a result, We had a great experience there and developed many new friends and contacts. Okay, well, there are a couple of examples right there, and Rob may have a couple of examples he'd like to end. And when he's done, let's just see any final thoughts that you have, Rob, and then we'll wrap up our podcast for today. Yeah, perfect. So there you got a good idea of what chair flying can look like in different settings. And the question you might be asking yourself is, what does this mean to you? (laughs) In other words, how can you use this in your day-to-day life? And so let me just share two brief examples illustrating how you could use this personally or professionally, maybe with a son or daughter, you know, in, in, your, in the various settings that you find yourself in. So we have a friend who's an executive. He happens to be the president of a large construction company. Well, he attended our two-day conference and went through, you know, all 12 of the principles. Well, at the end, he said, man, I got so much out of this conference and we just, had a great experience together, but it was two weeks later when he wrote, instead of all of the things that came out of it, it was chair flying that had the most direct impact on our business. And he went on to elaborate that 
just after the conference, he was going to meet with a committee at the state level that was going to fund a project. It was a multi-million dollar construction project. And typically what they would do is they would get numerous different bids. And then they'd have a week to two week waiting window where they went through the different bids, they deliberated, and then they would choose, you know, the winner who's going to have the construction project. Well, what our friend said was typically what he would have done is he would have appeared before the committee, answered their questions, and then left. In other words, just winging it. Once he learned about chair flying, he decided to sit down and come up with a list of all the questions he felt like that committee could ask him. And he came up with approximately 20 questions. And then he went through every one of those answers, chair flying his answer as if he was sitting in the seat in front of the committee. What did it look like? What did it smell like? What did it feel like? Who did he see on the panel? And he answered those questions. And I love how he said this. He chair flew the answers until he couldn't get it wrong. I thought that was awesome. That takes a lot of deliberation and practice. And so he went through each of these answers until he felt like he had it dialed in and locked in. Well, he appeared before the committee. And exactly as you would guess, they asked the majority of the questions that he had come up with. And he said, man, I felt so prepared. I literally just knocked it out of the park because I had chair flown these answers. I was totally ready. I wasn't winging it. And he said it was amazing because as soon as he was done, rather than this committee taking it back and deliberating for a couple of weeks, they were so impressed with his answers. They were so impressed with his responses that they gave him and that company the multi-million dollar contract right there on the spot. So he said chair flying had an immediate multi-million dollar impact on his organization. And he would have never had that kind of approach or performance in front of the committee had it not been for chair flying. It's the same in the F-16. You can tell a student pilot who chair flew versus who had not chair flown When they come back from their mission based on the performance, how they did in the air. With this executive, there is no doubt that chair flying had a big impact on the way he showed up in front of that committee. Now, on a more personal example, how do we use this? Well, you know, my dad mentioned that I have a son and three daughters. My son used to play football. He's now out of the house. But I remember before different games, we'd sit down and chair fly before the game, what that looked like. And so I'd ask him, Robbie, what do you what do you see in front of you? I see another player. I see the sidelines. I see the fans in the stadium. Okay, great. What do you smell? I smell grass. (laughs) I can smell the dew on the grass. Okay, awesome. What do you hear? You see, we're involving his senses. And he said, I can hear the fans cheering in the stadiums. Okay, awesome. I hear the players on the other side talking. Great. All right, now you're defensive back. So, you know, the player lines up, the wide receiver lines up. Now, what do you see? Okay, he's going to run a fade route. How are you going to guard him? When are you going to turn your head and look back for the ball? You know, imagine that you're in front of him, that you stay a step ahead of him. What does that look like? And he said it was amazing how many times you'd go into the game and the players would do exactly what he had just chair flown. In other words, he was so much ready, just like our executive friend, just like my dad in front of the ATD group, and just like the student pilot in the F-16. He was ready for what the wide receiver did. And it made him respond in such a more proactive way rather than just reacting to whatever might have shown up. So that's the power in chair flying. We can use it in so many different circumstances. You know, I mentioned a conversation earlier. If you need to have an important conversation with someone, before jumping into it, imagine the setting in which you're going to have that conversation. What does the room look like? Where are you going to be sitting? What does it smell like in the room? What does the discussion look like? You know, how if they respond a certain way, how will you then respond? And how much better will you imagine that conversation going after having chair flown it? 
And so, you know, this is a great topic. I love it. And it's a good reminder because chair flying is one of those things that we intuitively know works, but it's very easy to let this slip out of our habit patterns. And so it's such a, it's such a great thing to have a podcast like this, where we can bring that back to the forefront of our minds. And, and really it was my dad's idea to do this podcast and credit goes to him because, you know, this is such an important thing to chair fly, whether it's that conversation, you know, whether it's your week after pre-week planning, whether it's an important talk or, or anything else that you're doing, this is a valuable arrow that you can now add to your quiver of resources and draw on when you need it. Okay, well, perfect, Rob. Those are really some great examples. And we are so honored and just salute you because we know that you're making such a difference. I'm talking to our listeners now. Rob is too. <laughs> He's making a difference. And it's you know great to work with him. But you are too, wherever you are. You're in your organizations, in your own life. And so hopefully this will be a great tool that you can use that can move it up a notch and help you feel more at peace, help you be more focused and more effective. That's really what we want to do is provide those kind of tools for you. So, Rob, as we wrap up today, do you have any final tips that you might like to offer? Yeah, you know, if you have our new book, Do What Matters Most, there's an example of chair flying in Chapter 8. and You can read more about that and how that applies to our lives and pre-read planning and everything else. So if you haven't already read Do What Matters Most, I invite you to get that, read it, and especially zero in on pre-read planning in chapter eight and what that might look like in your life, and then actually do it. You know, don't let this be one of those things you just think about and say, ah, that's a great idea. Actually do chair flying. Think about something right now that's important to you. And if you're in a place where you can do it, which means you're not driving, close your eyes for just a couple of minutes and chair fly. Chair fly something. Maybe it's just finding peace in your life, but chair fly something and get a sense of how powerful that process is. In other words, the art is in the start. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Just do it and, and get some experience under your belt with chair flying and see how powerful it is in your life. Okay, Rob. Well, thank you. And thanks for being a special guest today. Yes. <laughs> a lot more fun just being interviewed, isn't it? <laughs> great. Well, we wish each one of you, our listeners, the very best as you, too, are making a difference in the world. And thank you for listening today and being part of our lives. And uh, so we wish you a really great day. This is Steve and Rob from Becoming Your Best, wishing you all the best. Thank you for listening. Would you like help to apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders in your life, in your family, or in your organization? Call us today at 888-690-8764 to speak with a helpful representative to evaluate your situation and how we can help. Or you can visit becomingyourbest.com. Whether it's a corporate training event, keynote, workshop, trainer certification, or personal coaching, it would be our pleasure to serve your needs. Once again, call 888-690-8764 or visit becomingyourbest.com today.